millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is the Ministry of Arts podcast, where each week... I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Today I'm taking you to meet children's storybook author Darren Garwood. Darren, like so many other authors in this field, simply created a storybook for his own child and with so much positive feedback from friends and family, thought it might be something other parents might like for their children. And with a lot of hard work and dedication, that's exactly what Jackson's superhero has become. The story behind Jackson's superhero is an absolutely beautiful one and one you really must hear. And who better from, well, the author and father of Jackson's superhero himself, Mr. Darren Garwood. Ah, and I should just quickly mention that this episode was recorded over Zoom like most of them are these days. But there did appear to be a bad connection. And although sometimes it might affect the quality of the audio, it never affects the quality of the content. So, once again, here's Darren Garwood. Done that and then enjoyed it, and it was a way of seeing you through, if you like, you know, you're doing this time or whatever. Yeah. But I suppose I, with my books, I, I said to you before that like, on the messages, is I've never, I didn't even, I drew pictures in my English exam. Like that was because I was, because I was idiotic, childish, 16, 15. I tried to take the pee. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great, but it doesn't mean you've your life's 
knackered. You can pick up and you can, you know. But like, there's no way. I mean, I've had an old teacher contact me and said, how the hell have you got three books out? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, well, it just happened. But it's, I suppose if you love something and you really think you, and you push yourself to it, you yeah. can do a lot of stuff, I think. You know, you can really... Well, your writing didn't come about because of your want to write, did it? It was, it was a, an indirect route. But if I start this podcast off by asking the first question that I ask everyone... Right. And it is, how would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work? Right. Um, I write children's <laughs> books. Or my, based on my son, Jackson, who's terminal, um, and he, where he becomes a superhero in his dreams, where he can do everything he can in the day. Um, just tell us a little background of who Jackson is. Oh. Jackson's my son, and uh, one years old, he was coming up, you know, doing everything a one-year-old should do, trying to talk, walk, trying to walk, he's saying mum, dad, feeding himself, and then um, it was just after, before his first birthday, he um, one thought he was in his hands and he started picking food up with his mouth, and um, we got taken to, he got taken to hospital, and he um, we got taken to Great Ormond Street, and by the end of the week, we was diagnosed and was told he'd only live to what be unlikely to his second birthday. So, um, yeah, so that was uh, that was a bit of a hard day, I presume that one, right? Hard, hard week, hard day. I mean, they're the days that you sort of forget, not forget, but you when you think back at them, you think, how the fuck did I get out of that? Yeah. Oh, how am I out of? I picked myself up to get this far down the line to have another kid, you know, and just try and be happy. You know, then the days when you've, I, I've I always explained this one is the way I felt. You don't want to. I wanted to finish it. I wanted it to end, yeah. but not. I wanted to die because I wanted my brain to stop thinking. I wanted to because yeah. yeah. it was, it was just keeping me awake. It was I couldn't wake up when I even when I did fall asleep. I'd wake up and think it was a dream, and then hit reality. And I was thinking, just stop, just start, just fi finish it. And I didn't want to not wake up you know i didn't want to finish it and then never have another go that was the problem i wanted yeah. to just have a bit of, yeah and I, I just i just think sometimes you need a little switch off and if i didn't have people around me i would have definitely took that route and it weren't because i like I said wanted to finish it just wanted to break that's that's the reason most people get into that position mm. because they just they've got this thing going around i've been there myself yeah you know you've got this certain thing going round and round in your head and it won't leave you alone so the only way to do it is to stop everything. And that ain't the fucking answer. As no. you, know, you and I both sitting here is testament to, to the acknowledgement that that isn't the answer. You could try a drink and, you know, and that way, because obviously my son was getting two hours sleep, broken sleep a night, and obviously we had to deal with him. Yeah. And trying to do that with an hangover or half cut, it's just not healthy, no. especially with hangover. Operate, you want to wake up and you're fresh, so you can't do that. And um, yeah, it's just we had to get through that stage, and we just had to deal with it. But I um, I think I took six weeks off work, uh, six months off work. I got glandular fever. I got, I was just so run down. I was, yeah. I looked. Like, I remember someone said, asked me if I'd been in a fight, and I, you know, but no, my eyes were so black, and you yeah. know, just back asleep. Um, yeah, yeah, weren't in a good place. But I remember my wife once said to me, "Pull yourself together in a nice way. Like, come on." Because you see, I weren't eating or anything like that. I remember yeah. why I didn't eat, and I said, because it, it tastes like chalk. Like, it just don't, nothing, it's not It's not nice, you know. And um, she just said, look, Jackson needs you. You're his dad. You're the only one he's got. You know, we're it. You 
you've got, you know, you're his father, you know, and I was like, you know what? And it wasn't like I was neglecting him or nothing. It was just that I wasn't enjoying things and it yeah. was just part of things and stuff. You know, I wasn't, you know, I'd, I'd try and join him, but I weren't, I was just too thinking of other stuff, you know? Yeah. Just to mess me up. And what's the condition that Jackson's got? Crab A disease. It's uh, it's classed as a leukodystrophy, so it's vanishing white matter of the brain. I'd never heard of it before. Or anything. There's only one child a year born in the UK with it. Mm-hmm. Only to two. And the head of the um, head of Great Ormond Street Neurology at Great Ormond Street said it was her third case in 25 years. Amazing. So very rare. So I, I remember on on Stu's podcast when you was talking to him that that you was going up to the hospital when. Jackson wasn't well, and the the nurses just had no idea what to do for, for the no. best. Yeah, well, this funny, uh, Basden. We were told by a doctor in Basden that in five years of medical school, they learn about it for about I think about fifteen minutes. Yeah, they just literally name condition. That's probably about it. And um, there was one funny. There was one doctor, and he left Basden Hospital, but there was one doctor there who actually knew what it was, but. Then you have the doctors that just want to come and see Jackson because they've never seen a child with it, do you know? Yeah, unfortunately, he becomes a, a little test piece, which yeah. isn't nice for you, but it helps anyone down the line afterwards, doesn't it, you know? I would feel a bit more comfort in that if there was a treatment, if there was looking, but they come around and they hit him on the leg and they say, and I go, what are you doing? And they go, we're just seeing if he's got reflex. And they go, all right, did he have reflex before? No. Is he likely to get reflex again? No. Why are you hitting him on the leg? <laughs> fucking leave him alone then, yeah over it and um i go what are you going to do with that information no we just put it down you're not going to bet no one's benefiting from it so um no. that's what winds me up you know we've um we went down so many different routes with uh with his treatment and he's like, he'd be seven in august do you know what i mean like, so he's done really well he's we've given him a hyperbaric treatment hyperbaric therapy in the chamber in our house uh which is breathing oxygen under pressure and it revitalizes red blood cells or something like that and it it, it helps his nerves and yeah. um Organic, free-range, dairy-free, sugar-free diet, and he's all fed. He's got to be fed for a tube, but it's all the best sort of stuff. And we used CBD for him, and he used to get really stiff. He used to have he had a seizure that nearly lasted all day, and we started using his oil. And it stopped him having seizures instantly. And when he got taken into Great Ormond Street Hospital because he um, his lungs got so much fluid in, they started sticking, and he was he turned blue on us, and we had to rush to the hospital. And um, it turned out he had loads of norovirus and loads of other infection and they told us there that we might lose him there because his lungs might I just it turned out oh he's a little fighter because he obviously got through it but I said when he started coming round he was in a coma and he had he was had the tube but like, intubated and everything um they thought he had this thing called strider and it's the that's the narrowing of the airways in the throat and you make this noise so when you've had something down the throat apparently it all closes up to close up that item in the throat so when you open up the air pull the tubes out it's narrower for a, a little while apparently or yeah. and it makes this noise and jackson really tried her and he was flaring at the lips and i said look he needs his oil he hasn't had it for four or five days he's unconscious you know i need i need to give him his oil he said, no you can't give it to him so i'm not asking for permission i'm giving it to him right because this must i've been giving it to him for this long um this is dangerous for him we don't know what's going to happen you don't know this so if, if they took the bottle and uh, put it in a controlled drug unit, even though you can buy it, it's CBD, all right? So they took it off me. Lucky my wife had another bottle, because we have to spare in case we lose it. That's how important it is to us. 
put it in his mouth and within about three minutes the strider stopped and the flaring stopped and they said this stuff's amazing I did, I, we got i said this is what i keep trying to tell you that jackson is the proof not you know this is what we're doing i'm not saying it's the better more beneficial than what's been going on for the last no, many years works, yeah yeah if it works it works it's not like he's getting stoned and sleeping for four yeah. days it's uh it's just helping me so the, mm. the Jackson Superhero books, how did they come about? I know you just brushed on it, but the, the books themselves. You know, I remember the day my wife was sitting there watching TV and I just put Jackson to bed and she went, um, she went I wonder if he dreams. And I thought, because we don't know he does because he can't speak or anything. And I just, he has, and I thought, myself, he has such a boring day really compared to what five-year-olds, four-year-olds were, you know, should be having you know, playing toys, and, and I thought, oh, I wonder if, my wife said, I wonder if he dreams, and I just thought, I'll make his dreams up for him, and I'm always Beautiful. good with countdown and words, I always make up silly rhymes, you know, change words, is, <laughs> but he, he reacts to his name, so obviously I'll call it Jackson, the book Jackson Superhero, the kid wants to be a superhero, so I just started writing these stories, and I remember the first line, Jackson's a boy with special powers, but he doesn't show him off in the daylight hours, when it is dark, Jackson lies half awake, dreaming of adventurous journeys he'll take, and then in the distance from out of the blue, here's the strange and only one thing to do. Then he flies off as a rocket, you know. It's just little, just so the idea of the story was was we didn't mum and dad as us, we didn't know that every time Jackson goes to sleep or goes to bed, he, he picks up and goes, Jackson thinks he wakes up on adventure. Jackson all think that we don't know that he's going on these adventures. So but obviously they're in his dream. Do you know that's what he but he don't realise they're in his dream. He actually thinks he's going for an adventure. So yeah, and it's um yeah they took off really well. We got uh we was on BBC, been on BBC a few times, ITV. We went to number one best book on um number one best children's book, and it was I was really amazed. We come the thirty eighth best sold book on Amazon at one point. So it's um so seeing it in Walterson by Boat Smith, so I was like, "There's my book," and that's the <laughs> idea. I wanted to get the book out. I wanted to get the book out for so then my other kids could see their brother when he's no longer here or when he is here. Yeah, you know, like so, you know, like so. So when he's no longer in, even when the kids are fifteen, they can say, "Look, there's my brother there. There's Jackson." Yeah. You know, it'll be, it'll be magical. That's so you'd never, you'd never written a book before. You've, you made at least was, the, the first bit there. You said it was, it was poetic. Is the rest of the book in rhyme, or is it just a story? It's all rhyme. The whole book. Every I've done every, all three books are in rhyme. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And the drawings, who illustrated the book? Yes, another good little story. My mate, um, well, a lad I used, a bloke I used to work with when I was 19, I'm 39, and I've, he lived on the estate. And um, we've been mates for years, and uh, I knew he was good at, at, at drawings and stuff. And I, when I got the idea of the book, I just phoned him up and said, do us a favour, illustrate this for us. And uh, I said, just want to get a book together for Jackson. He went, oh, I'll do it for nothing. I said, all right. So he gave me the drawings. I sent them off to a publisher, and the first two books got published. So I was well chuffed. He was chuffed. Obviously, it didn't make you know, don't make your mega bucks or anything, but it's no. it's just nice to say. And then I learned the process. Just that publisher in uh, in the, uh, the lockdown, the first one because of COVID and bits and bobs like that. You know, just they had to concentrate on one business instead of the one that weren't making that much money. And um, and uh, yeah, so I learned the process and um, and. Um, Brought out the third book, Jackson Saves the Moon. Come out in October. It's doing really well. Yeah, that book become number one children's book for a short while. Uh, well, Charles. Superb. And I remember when you was on 
hardcore listening podcast you was saying about um the input of russell brand who's from your own town yeah yeah i mean he's he's really helped me out yeah i mean so is every lots to people but he um obviously he's a mega star and he gets brought up a lot but um yeah. um yeah it was by luck really and we've got a few connections anyway um my my younger brother's mate is was uh bubbles the man of west ham <laughs> <laughs> and, um and he got us because he, he heard about jackson he managed to get a special day at the bobby moore lounge for us and i didn't let anyone know they just because my brother, my my younger brother, and my dad are big West Ham fans. Yeah, I haven't told no one I'm Tottenham. Right, <laughs> so, right. so I've got, I've got. I thought, yeah, you know, West Ham. My dad, they said, how many tickets do you want? I thought my dad would absolutely love it. He'd get a day with Jackson. We all go out, you know, it'd be nice, and my brother would love it. Anyway, we got up there, Bobby Moore's lounge. Uh, um, is there, Trevor St Clair, uh, all nice people. Russell Brand's there, so I go up to him and said, all right, you know, have a, have a chat. And we've got a few connections. Like um, my wife went to the same school as him. Not didn't know him at school. My, my mate's mum taught him at school, explained about Jackson, and um, he said. Uh, so anyway, we swapped number. I gave him my number, and about two weeks later, he rang me up and said, uh, uh, "What do you want me to do for Jackson?" And I was like, "No, I was a little <laughs> bit lonely. I was at Tottenham that day, <laughs> and um, he, um, um yeah, what can I do for Jackson? And I thought oh, I'd, I'd want to take Jackson to um, to Disney in France because he can't fly. We we'll get the you know we we'll get the Eurostar over there, and yeah, and I ain't been at work for a few months. So if we can get a few items to auction, I'd love to take him there. And um, he said, yeah, he said, and I'll tell you what, he said, get a venue and I'll do a gig for you. I'll do yeah. a stand up night just for Jackson. I was like, really? And he was like, I was blown away. So I had to do. I found the because he's from Grays. I got the sickle in Grays and. Um, yeah, he, he said to me, the best, you know, he phones me up and he's like, yep, yeah, I got it all for you, let's date sort. And I was like, literally, I nearly bottled it. That's how, you know, I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, why has this happened? I was like, I, I can't go. I can't do it. I was like this. But no, he's, um, you know, the help the guy, you know, he's gave us loads of help. He's really, even with other stuff, you know, nice, kind messages that just point us in the right direction sometimes. And, you know, he's, yeah, and he gives us little, blur the book you know reviews and stuff so it's it really does help us out but i think he's just a kind bloke anyway just a nice bloke yeah so you now as a an author albeit part-time do you now get involved in the author culture as it were no not really (laughs) what that is i don't (laughs) uh with my work and i love doing the book because and i love doing bits about the books and stuff and but it's I haven't got time, but then I, I don't think I'll be accepted because I can barely speak English. I don't even say the right words, you know, when I talk and things like that. Well, and I've got to it's say, only when I start writing things down. No. But my mate Kimberly Chambers, who I've known for quite a few years, um, she's from Dagenham, and she's one of those who makes sort of Chaz and Dave sound like Prince Charles, you know. But she's a, a Times bestseller list, you know, and so I don't think it matters how bad you talk. But um, yeah, so you haven't done the um, yeah. Waterstones signings then? No, I. Do you know what I did? And I was a bit embarrassed, but I thought sod it anyway. I got collared. I got caught um, looking at my own book in Waterstones. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
because it had been up there two or three weeks. My mum had sent me pictures, mates and everything, and I just hadn't got out. I didn't have the time, and I thought, I've got to see it in the shops. First time ever. And I walked in there, and it just happened that BBC had been in there about two weeks earlier and done a not doing spoke to the manager, and then come round to us and done a bit about with us about the book and everything, and then put it out there. It was only that I went in there, looked at my book, and I was um, and the manager, she was like, "Oh, you're the author, aren't you?" And I thought, "Oh, that's the one they must have interviewed before." And anyway, they got me to sign. There's five or six, but it was lovely to sit next to Raul Dahl. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've got something to aspire to, haven't you? Yeah, no, definitely. And I just want to, it's a legacy I want to leave for Jackson on anything. Of it's, course. I love doing it, doing a piece. And if I'm involved with some sort of, you know, some sort of, what's it called, foundation of sort of uh, writing, or whatever they're called, I don't, you know, that'd be great. But yeah, I don't, I'd feel a bit embarrassed next to people who have spent years in universities and in, learning English that's, and that's stuff. The and then goes, there's mate. me come along. No, that's the way it goes. Yeah, true. I mean, I speak to artists on here who have been at university for three years getting their BA, a further three years getting an MA. Then they've been artists for sort of like 20 years just trying to make it. And then I yeah. speak to other artists who just go, I think I might try art. And then bang, nine months later, they're sort of earning a, a, a really good living at it, you know, and employing people. Oh. That is one of the, the bits I do love is um, getting reviews off of Faye Barker from IT News or <laughs> Tim Hopgood, Wow, City Owl. Um, is it one of the books? Is what I I mean, this is I used to read this book to Jackson, one of the first books when I was reading to him, and it was and he gave me a review about my book. And even I was I wrote that to him back and said, Look, you inspired me. This book really, this one that made me pay attention to children's books. And uh, yeah, they're nice. And when I got messages from people in Malaysia saying they were using them, my book as an e for English lessons, I was like, really? My book? I didn't even pass English. I drew a picture of a number plate. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, a similar story to yours as such is, um, have you heard of, or do you know of Background Bob? No, no. He's a, a, a young kid who I think he's 13, or his mum and dad are into like street art and stuff and and like jackson he he sits in a chair you know and and communicates through eye contact and the odd smile and whatnot you know and they put a brush in their son's hand and he sort of moved his hand about on these bits of a4 cardboard wow. with paint and then they sent these bits of cardboard out to artists and asked if they'd draw on them then they had this massive exhibition up in um, a gallery up in colchester with 200 and odd artists from all around the world yeah and yeah a, a similar sort of thing you know he just done it off the back of seeing his boy yeah i think everyone's got a gift you just don't know what it is like i always messing around before before i done the uh, books was i could be the best underwater synchronized swimmer but i don't know <laughs> it. You know, it's just you, I've something but you just don't know until you get there uh, is there a fourth book in store there is. So the first, so I go through, I think I missed the second one out. I think the first one's, um, your first one's called Jackson Saves Now. The second one's Jackson's Solution to Pollution. Just a nice message to help kids to clean course. up. The world. Yeah. Uh, the third one, Jackson Saves the Moon. And the fourth one, we're going to try and get out for summer. And then we try and get Jackson Saves Christmas out. But I think that might be a push, nice. I think, at the moment. Nice. Uh, um, 
have you got any thoughts about it being made into anything other than a book, a program, a cartoon? I'd love it to see to see it into that. But I mean, I got not the I got offered a contract from some people in America, and they basically told me they had a, they had one of their books on their on their contracts that was to uh, an animated series. And basically, they said to me, an animated series is just a massive advert for the product. <laughs> so, I mean, and obviously, I'd love it if that was the case. But, uh, yeah, it'd be amazing. Just for just Jackson. That's yeah. it. I'd love it for him to be. I mean, we got uh, CBeebies. We uh, couldn't have it on their bedtime stories. So they done us a personalised CBeebies um, bit for us. And Jackson absolutely loved it. But oh, nice. he just, uh, he just... Because his earring's great, he's, I mean, you can see when it works, you can see, you know, you can, I can do silly faces and he'll smile, but it's having everything working at the right time yeah. and the body playing along, really. But yeah, it's a, uh, that's the, that's the thing I want, you know, a brother, uh, you know, his, sorry, his brother, his sister <laughs> to watch Jackson on the, on the TV, you know, I want him, you know, it's nice. That's what, that's... Yeah, you just want your other kids to see him in a different light to, to how they see him every day. Yeah, well, that's the thing. My little daughter, she says that there's Jaxie superhero. Jaxie superhero. Does he do that in his bed? So I mean, she don't know either. She she's only three. She don't know yeah. what Jackson. So she actually thinks that he goes off and becomes superhero on his drip like, as well. But then she keeps. I feel really bad on her because she's not in a story. So, so. Wait, are you going to put her in a story? No. Do you know what? I've come up with another idea. Um, but see, one of the reasons why I didn't take the contract from the American people. Was it felt like I was giving away my son yeah. when, when I and I thought I've got too much of a connection to Jackson's superhero. Yeah, that's my project. I, the what I mean, I've, I've never had contracts thrown at me or anything like that, and this was not, not 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 like this, and it just scared me a bit, and I didn't want to lose the everything to do, you know. So I have another story, and it's first one's obviously Dream Your Superhero. It's a short story. That just gets kids ready for bed. Dream your superhero. The next one is dream your dream your unicorn. Dream you're an astronaut, and it's little rhyming stories of what you can do, and very quick little little stories just for bedtime. And that's yeah, I'm gonna try and bring one of them out as well. But yes. um, what we called Jack, uh, you know, Super Pig. I would have gave it away, but because it's Super a Jackson superhero, I just find it a little bit. I used to get upset reading the books to Jackson, knowing that Jackson couldn't do what he what I was reading him in the yeah. stories. You know, this kid's going to play football. This kid's going to do. So if I can get kids to dream, whatever you know, just to try and do what they can't do in the day, yeah. that's the idea. Whether it's about if I can't let go of Jackson superhero, that's the problem. It keeps me busy doing the book side of things. I enjoy doing it, and if it gets too busy, then that's a good sign. And. Um, I always say I've done really well. I've spoken to, funny if I sent emails out to, see, I'm one of these people that I'd, if I if I was going to submit one of my stories to an, to a publisher, I don't submit it through the submitting guidelines. I find out the chief executive. <laughs> I don't go through, you know, it's just there I work. Yeah. I'm going to wait three months. I mean, I um, that's how I got the CBeebies thing done. I wrote to Tony Hall, head of CBeebies, wow. and he emailed me back and they managed to get the CBeebies thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I go to these. So anyway, this guy from one of these top publishers sat there and gave me a load of advice. He Zoom called me and said, I'll do it. Your story sounds amazing. He went for it. He said, I'll call you in about six months time when you get a publishing deal and everything. You know, such a nice bloke. And um, he gave me all this advice and he said, you have done amazing. Like you've on your own, you're in the shops, you're in Waterstones. You're, I'm trying to get into 
what's the other player? Oh God, Morrison's at the moment. Um, you said you've you've had so much. You've been on Uni Lab, Lab Bible. You've been in most countries around the world. You've got. Um, and he said, "Why do you want someone else to handle it? You're probably yeah. probably doing all right, you know." And I said, "But if I've done this and I am not a publisher and I'm shit at my job, someone who knows what they're doing will could possibly push it on a little bit further." Yeah, yeah. You know, if I got the right deal, I might let go. You know, but um, if it works, that's the thing. Yeah, but like you say, you know, if 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 it's going well and you're loving what you're doing, you know, you, you yeah. don't want it to become a fucking burden. That's for sure. Do you know what I mean? Because it, it means too much. I won't let it. Yeah, I mean, if I need help, I'll get help, you know, and uh, I want it to be enjoyable. That's the reason why I've done it. It's supposed to be a process that me and Jackson go through. We look at every picture when it's done, you know. It's not just scribble it out and get it out there and just based on me saying it's a, what do you think of this, mister? There's even a bit where I want to try and, it's hard in a book to make it high-pitched. There's one of my stories. Is uh, um, Jurassic Jackson? So he flies so fast he travels back in time, and he he finds a group of dinosaurs that um, are all in a band. But he wants to know he wants to know where the electric uh, wants to go. The instruments in their band. You've got it's prehistoric creatures. You've got a dragonfly who's really thin when she flies really air. She sounds like a violin. Then you've got a caveman who pops like the clappers when he jumps up and down. It sounds like maracas. And then <laughs> and then he got um and then. So yeah, and um, there's a bit in it where Mike, the Mike Raptor, is missing, and Jackson goes missing for it. And he, there's a bit in it. Jackson finds Mike, and he flies Mike by bog. And I've got to do it in high pitched noise. He goes, "Yeah, Mike's back." His friend scream. He's our band's missing cog, and I have to do it high pitch. Otherwise, Jackson don't get it. And I don't, you know, let's go through it the whole room. And then he, that's one of my, my fu- he likes the ending of it as well because it's um, always ends where one of us walks into the room or he wakes up on a lap or and the ending is um, mum walks into my room um, my room a creek sound comes from the floor that's not a creek I thought that sounds more like a roar I bet it's my friend Rex the dinosaur and it's just nice because he don't you know like if you heard the creek on the floor is it mum or is it the dinosaur I don't know you know it's uh, it's why I'm still in my dream so yeah I love doing it for him and I love rhyming but. After I, I was just funny enough to say to one of my mates today that if I um, have a day where I'm doing my book and I've just got rhyming going on, rhymes in my head, I'll end up saying, tea, can I have it for me? You know, just all these stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my head, stop rhyming. So you ain't, you ain't thought of turning into the Jackson rap yet then? I've done a song in that, in that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Rex stands up and starts off with a very loud burp and a double cough. Dinosaurs are happy, we are not snappy. We are prehistoric creatures from another time. Some of us play instruments, but I like to rhyme. We like to, we all might stomp our feet and roar really loud, but when we get our band together, we are really proud, or something like that. It goes, so, I don't know. Yeah, so, there's a little song in that one at the end. So, but no music, so I can't play an instrument. So. Superb. So what's coming up now for you as a family, in, insofar as Jackson is concerned, and what's coming up? Um, for the book, is there anything on the horizon? Not well, not with lockdown or anything like that. We've got nothing end up for Jackson himself. We generally try and get away. He, he don't deal with the cold very well. He takes a long time to warm back up if he loses his temperature. So you know, if we even just going out down the road in his push in his pram, or he, um, it just gets so cold. He's just better off laying indoors, being snuggled up throughout the winter months and in the spring. Um, and we just play it by ear, really, where we can go, what we can do. I mean, so, I, I might sound stupid saying this, but I'm not too worried about it when, because Jackson's vulnerable to everything. Yeah. So I mean, we all nearly died through norovirus two years ago. It's just another thing we've got to be careful of, and that's how us, you know, we can't lock ourselves away because there's no life 
for anyone. And Jackson, you know, we want to try and get numbers with him and, and do stuff. But yeah, so he's generally fine as long as he's getting cuddles and he stays away from colds and stops getting, don't get bugs or anything. So yeah, he's doing okay. So yeah, I think uh, with the book, yeah, just try and get this next one out. Keep, we don't want it to get stale. I don't want it to stop and then people forget about it. So we're on yeah. such a good moment that um, I want to just sort of snowball effect and just start building and just try and get a bigger fan base. And, and like I said, I've had, you know, what is beautiful Jackson's, you're going to, not that you want to go in there, but you're going to Bazin Hospital in the children's world. They've got a Jackson superhero wall up of his books. And, you know, and I, I give books to, if I could afford it, I'll give it to every hospice and children's hospital, but I can't, you know, but I do give it to, when, if, when I have a few spare at the end of every order, I send them off to the hospices and stuff like that. I've never put who they're from. I just send them off. I don't, you know. I mean, would um, there be a way of doing something, you know, you could say like, I, I don't know how much your books are, but you say like, buy one of these books. If you buy two, we'll donate one to your yeah, local hospice or children's hospital, you know? Yeah, that's that's, that's a great idea. I mean, the, the worst thing is, I'm trying to do it all on my own at the moment, and I've, I've just got a website made, and I am useless at anything like this. I mean, you know, I'm just not good. I, I managed to link my printer up to my laptop the other day. That's what I got, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. And, yeah, so we've got uh, a brother come up with getting some superhero doll with cuddly toys done. So I've got a 1,000 Jackson superhero cuddly toys coming at the moment. So And where will you be yeah. sending them? On your site? I'll be sending them on the site, yeah, definitely. But I'm going to, obviously, dish a few out to the kiddies in the hospitals and stuff like that because it's just, it's, oh, you know, we one of the good things we got once, we got rushed to hospital uh, from Basden to Great Ormond Street, by and we didn't. No one knows anything about ambulances. We we, we got transferred there by a team called Cats, and it's Children's Acute Transfer Service or something like that. And you're in bits. You've just left your car. You've got your daughter. I've left my daughter with someone else. Do you know? Like we had to Jackson come first. Someone's picked my daughter up. I don't know where she is. I know she's safe, but you know. And you're in the ambulance, and your, your son's got tubes down his throat, and the just before that, they bagged him and they're breathing with a bag for him. So you just, you're not thinking, you know, you don't know what's yeah. going on. And then they give you this little bag and inside the bag, you think, oh, I'm not even interested what's in that bag. You know, I don't care. They give you, I used it as a pillow just while I was on it. So I could just watch Jackson and just lean on it. And just while I was traveling, and it weren't until they stuck us in a, a hostel when it comes with the hospital, you know, if, if you've got and stay there for yeah. a few nights, uh, we haven't got a car or anything. I mean, the clothes that we're wearing, but we've got, what we got um and uh in this bag was the first night and it was really nice it was it was just um some toothpaste do you know and some toothbrushes they just thought and i thought oh that's you know but imagine if you've got a kid yeah with a little bit you know I'm, and these they had these little uh little um little toys in there little toy for when if you have got a kid so i just thought maybe i could give them something like that as well do you know nice. to chuck a little toy nice. in the bag yeah if I can get in touch with cats or something and do something, but yeah, they're um, yeah, something like that. But you appreciate you don't, not at the time, but it's when you sit down and in there was a tea bag as well, and you just think oh. it just makes it feel like in your darkest moment, someone's thinking of you, yeah, a stranger, yeah. you know, <clears throat> and you bet, bet you they've been there, and that's why they've done it exactly because they, yeah. they've sat there and gone, fucking hell, if only we had a toothbrush, toothpaste, and we could make a cup of tea. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. 
see, you learn a lot of things spending a lot of time in Great Ormond Street and around that area because obviously I've stayed in many different hostels that they chuck at, you know, um, they've got a hotel. I've stayed in ones that the communal, like where you've got the small room, but you appreciate because you don't want to go home. You want to stay yeah. local. Don't you? But you can, they stuck us in this really nice one, but it's a shared um, shared uh, kitchen and, and living area. And you start speaking to people that are there and you've got families that have been living there for six weeks. <laughs> but then being with them other people, that does sort of, I, I presume at some points think that you're the only ones in the world yeah. going through this. But then when you sit and talk to other people as well, it's it's got to be comforting to realise that you're not alone, you know. It was nice to, because then people have been there three or four weeks or leading up to six weeks, that's how long that would be there. And they were treating it like their house at this point. Yeah. And it was nice. And it's because I'd walk in and they'd be like, do you want a brandy? And I'd be like, do you know what? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Fuck so, that tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, in the end, because we we knew Jackson was turning, like picking up and yeah. everything he was doing, it, I got such a relief. I could see a pub at the end of the street. And this was, why in the night, you might as well go home and get your sleep. So me and my wife would go, back to the place to have our dinner and she would get a kindle out and she would zonk out. Where me, because that's how I am, I can't sleep at times like that. I'm, I'm more relaxed, but I can't sleep. I'm still not hungry, really, and um, I don't drink. And But I could see that pub and I knew Tottenham was on for a fight. And I get a few beers down me, I'll sleep so well. And it was, I didn't enjoy it, but I went out and uh, went to the pub and had a few beers and it was quite nice. It was weird to go out while your son's in hospital. Yeah. But I could sleep and I did feeling really good and uh, really refreshed. Right, um, but yeah, well, for a few a hours, it's like a little fucking holiday, isn't it? You know, it takes you away from the situation that you're in. It just shows you, though, what it's like. I went, went up there and got, I, thought, I had a couple of beers and I thought, I'm actually hungry now. I'm hungry. <laughs> I just on a sandwich, nothing too big, with me pint, watching the top, watching top them. Yeah, it's, it's what it is, and there's nothing we can do about it, but we hate the place, because we spend a bit of time there. I hate going up there. It's yeah, horrible that I know my way around the hospital. Darren, how can anyone support Jackson Superhero? Uh, well, the books are available on www.jacksonsuperhero.com. Um, they're on Amazon, they're in WH Smiths, they're in Waterstones and yeah, plenty of other places as well. So um, yeah, all the, all the money obviously goes towards supporting Jackson and his diet and everything like that really. So yeah, it's a, it's a massive health and it's a way of us not always having our hand out with just giving pages and people get something for if you like, you know, they get a book, they get a book. So it's nice and it's a good book <laughs> yeah, of course it is and for people who are unable to buy one i'm presuming that on your social media you're happy with just a little like or a follow or a that, that, that is one of the main reasons behind the book is to get jackson out there not just jackson super and jackson himself you know just about you know i want him to be forever remembered so that's the idea and it's not all about buying books it's getting the name out there and getting it out there so excellent all the very best, mate, for you, oh, nice one, Jackson, huh? and the rest of your family. Now, thanks, mate. I'm glad uh, we we connected. Be fair on the, on on what's it called on Instagram. I literally age. I've just got it up and running, and actually learning how to use Instagram. So I'm, I'm better on you, Facebook. So what's your um, What's your name on social media? Instagram is Jackson Superhero One. Twitter is Jackson 
PR hero. It was too long for Jackson superhero. So Jackson <laughs> PR and Jackson superhero on Facebook. But if you're interested in Jackson himself, we have got a page called Jackson Smile, and it's just the page of our Jackson's getting on. Harry, you know what we've been doing with him, and Harry's sister's been terrorising him basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's all good. Excellent, Darren. Thank you very much for your time, mate. Yeah, nice one. Cheers, mate. Now, how about that Darren Garwood? Wasn't that just a beautiful story? And as Darren said there, there's several ways in which you can purchase a copy of Jackson's Superhero. But if you are unable to do that, please do go over to his social media page and just give him a bit of support with a like or a share. It'll only take a few moments. If you'd like your own bonus episode to promote your artwork, exhibition, film, book or anything creative come to that, there is just a small fee and that goes into supporting this podcast anyway. So if you'd like more information on that, you can contact us on info at ministryofarts.org or on Instagram, which is at ministryofarts.org. Either way, thanks for listening and until next time, ta-da. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.